Worship is holy. Hi, my name is Leanne Friesman, and this is Restoring Word. And today, I just want to talk a little bit about the holiness and the sacredness of worship. I love contemporary worship, and I've spent many years training and teaching praise and worship leaders. And a few years back, I wrote a book called The Heart of Worship, which is available on Amazon. And this has truly been kind of my life's work. I I love uh, the Word of God. I love Jesus. I love the Holy Spirit. And I love how He moves in praise and worship services. I was reminded something of something this week when my beloved daddy, Edwin Lucart, passed away Sunday morning uh, at 8 o'clock, about 8.30 in the morning. And um, the night before, I had spent some time with him in worship and prayer. And the experience uh, was holy. And so I just want to talk a little bit about that. Um, in Psalms 116, verse 15, it says, How precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. You know, when you talk about death, it can often be something that's morbid or sad. But when a believer that loves Jesus steps into eternity and and he's consecrated himself, himself and his life unto the Lord, it's a beautiful and holy thing. It's hard. Yes. It's hard on the family. Watching suffering is very hard. And I'm still kind of wrapping my head around everything that's happened in the last four or five months. And honestly, it's been, it's been different. But what happened to me in, in those moments with him was truly sacred. I love this scripture here where it says, um, and this is Psalms uh, 111 verse 9. He has sent redemption to his people. He has commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. He is holy. His name is holy. Do you know when we sing and we worship God, we are to do it in spirit and in truth? Kind of the whole point of this book was, hey, praise and worship leaders, let's go back to our biblical foundations. Why are you doing what you're doing? Are you doing it? Like a Levitical priest, are you doing it unto the Lord? God is holy, and we must worship him in spirit and in truth. And one of the portions of scripture that I enjoy so much is out of Revelations 4. And when I would te teach the book of Revelations to my Bible students, we would get up pencils and papers and crayons and I would make a big deal out of it and we would bring in snacks and we put on praise and worship and we would take revelations for and the kids would draw and um, we would draw a picture of what the throne room of heaven looked like some of you might remember that anyway um, I, I love uh, you know the four beasts and, and the crystal floor and uh, the rainbow over the throne that's green. And, um, and But when you get down to verse 11, um, there are these four and twenty elders, 
and they fall down before the Lord in the throne room and they worship him who lives forever and ever saying, you are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and by, and by your will, they exist and they were created. And later, well, actually in a previous verse, it, um, these, these creatures, these four living creatures that are so curious because they have eyes within them and uh, around them. They don't rest day or night. Go look at the scripture. Don't take my word for it. And these four living creatures are saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. When we sing holy, 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 we are worshiping him in spirit and truth. Why? Because that's what's happening in the throne room of heaven. And many of you know that. And, you know, I know that like intellectually, but um, the night before my dad passed, uh, I went over and, you know, things were very crazy. My daughter's overseas and my husband was down in Houston taking care of our, our infant twin sons. And uh, uh, he was coming back and I had to pick him up at the airport. I'd spent the day with him and my son had come and spent time with Papa. And we had a, a beautiful time of talking and sharing and just being with him. Uh, you all know how difficult that is at the end of life when someone is preparing to go. And it's very hard um, because... You know, the body and the spirit man is strong, but the body is is shutting down. And it's it's very, very hard to watch. And um, and so I had uh, had a busy day with Josiah, my son, and uh, we had spent time with Papa and Josiah had prayed for Papa and he had he had taken off and um, I had run some errands and come back and sat down. It was just dad and I. And um Dad had been reading this bedside at his apartment every night, as well as his beloved book, A Common Prayer, from the uh, cons uh, the Episcopal Church. He was Anglican, uh, and he, which was he was part of the founding of the the original Anglicans tradition, and uh, the, back to the old prayer book of 1928. And he was a, a, a a man that loved to study the word. He, he loved men's Bible study. He loved scripture. He loved his opportunity to teach every six weeks. He took it very seriously. He would prepare for weeks getting ready to teach. He, he took it all so seriously. And um, so there's things that we both have known about worship and about singing and about prayer but there was something that um, that night that um, happened that was was so remarkable um, that it kind of shook me to my core. Um, I try to walk um, with a humble heart. I, I you know I always try to check myself and judge myself and repent of what I you know what I know is off. And you know when someone is transferring to heaven you begin to judge yourself, you know, you begin to look at everything and you pray and, and, um, anyway, in the middle of all of that, I just started singing 
all by myself, just Daddy and I, and I, I was holding his hand, and I was singing, and I was praying in the Spirit with my prayer language, in English and in tongues, and then I was just going back and forth singing songs I knew he knew, songs I knew, um, songs we sang with my mother, um, and then I would pray and I would talk to the Lord and I would sing another one and I would go back and forth. And this went on for quite a while. And then something shifted. I, I went and, and as those of you that love to pray or, or in intercession, I went into holy, holy, holy are you Lord. And when I, when I did that, and I just continued to worship in God in that moment and, and remind God of his goodness, his greatness, his worthiness, his holiness. When I started to sing that, something came in the room. And Dad's um, body shook, actually, and he was squeezing my hand. He couldn't speak at that point. He wasn't opening his eyes or anything at that point. But when the presence of God came in the room, and I've, I've had some pretty amazing encounters with, with the Lord in my classroom over the course of my teaching career. Um, that was always my heart, was to empower and train people to step into ministry and to lead worship. And the only way to learn to do it is do it, okay? So you got to practice His presence. So I've, I've had some amazing moments, but this one was different. Because when I went into holy, it was so holy, it scared me. Now, I don't mean that in a bad way. But it was so holy, I knew that whatever was in the room at that moment, I was not worthy to be in the presence of that. I was glaringly aware of every fault, just like in a flash. And my dad jerked he squeezed my hand his eyes flew open and I and I didn't want it to lift so I just kept going holy 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 are you Lord God is holy he wants to be worshipped in spirit and in truth we can get to the point in our worship that it becomes very casual me too, okay? Or you can get so busy thinking, you know, uh, measures and intros and tempos and pitch and all those other technical things that you have to do in order to do something of excellence, and he is worthy of excellence. Don't, don't get me wrong there. But he is also holy. And you are to judge yourself lest you be judged. You are to get yourself right before you go up to the platform and you take that microphone and you and, and you become a priest uh, ministering unto him. Because really, in, in praise and worship, it's not so much about the congregation. In fact, it really isn't about the congregation at all. Your job is to worship God so that his presence falls. And so when his presence comes, people's hearts and their spiritual eyes and their spiritual ears can be open to hear what the Lord is saying. I'm going to continue on this again in, in next week or the next broadcast. 
take time to worship him. He is holy. He wants to be reminded of his greatness and his worth when we worship him. Don't take it casually. He is a good God. He loves you. And he has a plan for your life. It is for good and not for evil. Share this message with those that it would encourage today. Please subscribe and share the channel. It, it helps me grow it. And I hope this is a blessing for you today. Thanks for listening.